Hello, Dave. Hello, Ralph. Or should I say champ? Or should I say Dennis Spearson? It'll never get old, ever. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. We are fresh off our hangovers uh, from our championships. Multiple championships. I was going to say, it wasn't New Year's Eve. No. We, we stayed home. We were... Yeah, we were we were good. We didn't for do yeah, we didn't too. do anything. I'm talking dynasty, mm. league ending hangovers, emperors, emperor for all time. I still have my trophies. No one can be. T- it's not proudly displayed on the table anymore. I see oh, your we're, your we're, puzzle. We're puzzling. Your, your puzzle yeah. took the place of it. Yeah. That's fine. They're both Vikings related, I guess. It's true. So that's fine, yeah. but. Well, this is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I am Dave. And uh, we uh, we would love to get back to double-digit listeners this week. <laughs> so let's let's get this going, huh? We, slog, huh? we slogged yeah. through our, our best podcast episode ever. You know what I predicted last week, though? People didn't want to listen to that. Yeah. I was wearing a crown, for goodness sake. We were braggarts. You know? Yeah, it yeah. happens. That's fine. When you're good, you're good. Uh, Dave, how, did you watch football this week? I watched Un Poco, that's Spanish for a little bit. I watched, um, none, yeah. however, Nuno, however that is in Spanish, and it was, it was weird, it's that letdown, you know? Yeah. It's like fantasy football's over and I, I lose interest altogether. It's funny how I, I still have Red Zone and I had no desire to watch anything. Yeah. I did all sorts of other things, I watched... MTV's The Challenge on DVR while I did some stuff in the basement. Sure. No interest in putting on football. Which I think is weird. Um, but, you know, I was thinking about what's coming up now. We are in the off-season. We are in the off-season. And in Dynasty, the off-season is... It's probably tied with draft season and playoff season. Sometimes it's where rosters are made. Yeah. Yeah. I love it's... it. It's where those conversations about trades, mm-hmm. they just pop up organically out of nowhere. Yeah. Be like, oh, I got a little texty text from Dave. What's he want in the middle of the offseason? Oh, hello. And all right, I know where someone will offer you four first-round picks. <laughs> or no, two players for your four, four first-round picks. And not only is that exciting in the springtime or in the summertime, mm-hmm. but that makes your draft season a heck of a lot better. It sure does. We should definitely make sure that uh, Kong's invited back. I concur. <laughs> Kong, if you're listening, you're in, buddy. Speaking of which, um, I ended... The Roman Empire League of Exxon. And you ended the Empire Emperor League, League of, of Doom. Doom. And so those leagues are now done. Disbanded. And we've already had uh, Andrew, who was commissioner of both, say that he is retiring yes. from fantasy football. And he did a fantastic job. He did a fantastic job, yeah. I told him he was a great commissioner. He also took over for um, China mm-hmm. Boy when he left. Correct. Um uh, but uh, now those leagues are done, and now it's a matter of uh, do they come back? Right. And so I was wondering, uh, fellow champ, I thought who better to recreate these leagues, probably into one super league, than us? Yeah. We're uniquely qualified. We are. In our own minds. It's true. And the best part is, is we can take things from each league we right. liked, and the stuff we didn't like, we can just throw it away. Right. The stuff that, you know... The standard scoring, scoring. the scoring, the roster yeah. um, stuff, or or the uh, owners that we didn't like, we right. can just uh, cast them aside. You're not in the league, so what? Not thinking of anyone in particular. <laughs> so what makes what makes the perfect league? So I I thought this would be a fun conversation because I I personally <laughs> think about starting new leagues pretty much every year. Yeah. 
How about owners? What what makes what kind of owners are we looking for here? Well, first we who want makes to, the cut? We want to have active owners. Active, yes. We want to have owners with good communication skills. Correct. We want to have owners who actually know what the heck they're doing. Sure, sure, and sure. Who aren't going to undersell on somebody or oversell? What do you mean by that? I don't know anybody like that. I how certainly about, haven't benefited from it. How about what this? are you talking about? We want to. We want people in our league who know the value of players. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Or know how to access a dynasty trade calculator right. to see if it's close. Exactly. We also want somebody who's low on the drama scale. True. Yeah. We don't want anybody who's going to freak out and threaten to quit. You know, take their ball and go home. We don't want that. Also, because we've had that quite a bit. Yeah. That's it, why you're in Westeros. Also, it, it helps to have a sense of humor. Sure, uh, sure. Because you're going to get ragged on. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some trash talk. You got to be able to take it. Uh, you know, I also would prefer someone who's good with puns. Sure. Um, because you know, a a good fantasy football team name it needs, it needs a solid pun. It needs to be punny. It needs <laughs> exhibit A. Um, yeah. So when you say active owners, I mean I want somebody who. I'm going to be getting messages from them with trade offers year-round. I don't want it to be me reaching out. I want people where if I put in the message board, hey, uh, Saquon Barkley is I'm, – I'm looking to deal for the right, for the right pieces. Mm-hmm. I want people in my league who are going to start shooting me offers. Right. Even if I shoot all of them down, which and let's be honest. It would know. be nice if they were good offers and not just, oh, give me my fourth round pick for them because that gets old. Or how about just willing to have the back and forth? I mean, there's guys where I didn't know him at all. And, you know, Brandon's a good example. Yeah. I know he'll I know he'll be in. Yep. He loves having that back and forth conversation about values and where, you know, where mm-hmm. players are. So owners are very important. Very important. I also think 12 teams is pretty perfect. That's solid. No it's more 10. 16, it's stretched too thin. I would take four. I mean, I would do 14. 14. Yeah, yeah, I'd do 14. But 12 is pretty perfect. 12 is pretty good. I don't think we'll have to, like, turn anybody away. I think, you know, I yeah. think there will be several people I can think of that are, are willing to step away now that it's over. Because mm-hmm. they basically donated $100 every year. They did. Um, and let's be honest, there were people that were begging for us, at least in the Emperor it, League, right. to end it. Oh, I was begging you to yeah. end Emperor yeah. for sure. You're welcome. Um, how about uh, how about <laughs> roster size? So the both of those had ten man benches or eight man ten, I think. Well, eight to t- let's say eight to ten yeah. man benches, which is one spot for each starting position, basically. I personally think eight. both it was eight. Okay, yes, so I four IR. Okay, so I base I think it well I think it went up to more IR. That's in just, Emperor. Oh, that was in different. Yeah. Okay, um, <clears throat> I personally think that that is too small. Mm-hmm. So I know there I know the argument because I had the argument with you know I had the argument with Adam when we were starting Westeros. Right. The argument for a lot of people is they want players available on the waiver wire to pick up that are going to be decent to start impact players impact players yeah. because if you don't pay as much attention you want to be able to improve your team without all the work that goes into trading right. and without all the draft prep that goes into drafting which i understand however i really think i mean there's a certain level of player that just should not be sitting on right. the waiver wire and i think it should be a little deeper now you know speaking of brandon like he's told me multiple times about frozen that he feels that's far too deep it is super deep i mean you've got players on rosters in that league that um 
really have zero value or to that people have actually even heard of right right like i so, got a guy in my team i i just picked him up just because i had someone go on ir i'm like yeah i'll give not? this guy a shot right. i don't even know who the hell he was lil jordan pumphrey right his name's lil jordan with a pot with an apostrophe yeah you know i call him lil pump for short here i am here i am during the draft i was mad that les took him <laughs> but how I'll, i just liked his name um, so I think that, you know, if, I think if we were talking, let's see, maybe a 15 man bench, Okay. even that might be too much for some people, but I definitely think it needs to be bigger than it had, right. than it had been. Yeah, there's, we've got to find a happy medium. I mean, we, you know, we are gracious and, uh, you know, we're for the people commissioners. So we want to listen to the people. Right? We want to listen to what they want. Wink, wink. Oh, okay. I'm glad you winked because I was like, this doesn't sound like me. So we, we would like their input just to know what they're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, you know, as long as we're talking, like, I, I also think when it's two commissioners, I think that's great. Because yeah. I know for me and Adam and for me and Danny, I think it's been good to, like, be able to bounce ideas off of each other, keep each other honest. If one's not available, somebody else can deal with it. And, and I think that's been good too. Yeah. It's also good for communication too. If you really need to reach somebody for a pressing question, you've got two people to text. Um, for roster size, we could also talk about, you know, are there any interesting starting lineup kinds of things mm-hmm. that we'd want to do? Um, you know, I'm not saying that um, two tight ends is a good thing, but you know, things where, you know, a tight end wide receiver flex where a, wi- a running back isn't eligible mm-hmm. and then running back, wi- you know, some something, interesting flex kind of things yeah, could be fun. unique, yeah. Yeah, so sure. we could we could definitely toss some of those around and um, yeah, I think that could be fun. Uh, scoring. Mm-hmm. Decimals for sure. For sure. I, it's just, you're leaving points on the, you're leaving points on the field when you have only whole numbers and they're rounded up. That's just crazy. I was in a league once where it was tiered in PPR. So it was uh, tight end premium. So each tight end reception was 1.75 points. Okay. Every um, running back reception was one point and wide receiver reception was 0.5. So it was a premium on tight end and running back. So it boosted the positions that don't catch as much. Tight end especially was big. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not against. Is, I'm not against tight end premium. I mean, I I draft a lot of tight ends. Tight ends yeah. yeah, I mean, I I draft a lot of tight ends anyway. Um, I definitely definitely no standard. I hate that, but I also think PPR gets to be gets to be a lot. So you know, I'm. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I I mean, I dominated in PPR, so I feel I'm. I'd be. Sure. I don't have a problem with it, but I think point five is probably the sweet spot. But I'd be down to talk about some some tiered things. How. Is that something you can personalize in? I I gotta tell you, ESPN is. I mean, ESPN's pretty smooth. Yeah. For a lot of people's complaints about it, but I wonder if you can get that you specific. Can. You yeah, can. Yeah, you can tailor it. Okay. Yeah. Also, right. Superflex for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's not even a. I would never play I, again. One quarterback leagues, no interest. I mean, you can even go even crazier and have it be start two quarterbacks and then a superflex, so you could even start three quarterbacks if you wanted to. But see, the problem there is that now no, you're... there's well, no problem. That's sexy. Starting through... I was in a, a, a redraft league where we started three quarterbacks. Well, let me make this clear. It, it was would, so much fun. It wouldn't be a problem for me because I'd have enough quarterbacks. I would right. draft them early and often. But there'd be people with none. 
Right. Who would be starting, you know, you'd be starting A.J. Well, McCarron as your second one, hoping that there's an injury and he gets and, in the game. you know, if we do it right, if we have 12 teams, um, you know, how would that work? I mean, I think Superflex is pretty perfect. I don't think yeah. that needs to... I, I think, you're, you know, you're not obligated to start two, but mo- but you should, basically. But you're not screwed over yeah. if you end up with a bad injury situation. Sure. You know? I mean, imagine if Frozen was two quarterbacks instead of Superflex. You wouldn't have been able to even field a team True. this year. You I know? barely feel it. You barely, barely when you were only required to, to start one. It was rough. Um, so, yeah, Superflex, uh, for sure. For sure. Um, how about, uh, well, how about in terms of scoring and roster, I guess settings and stuff, mm-hmm. I personally feel strongly that kickers should still be involved. I'm yep. a kicker purist. Kickers are fantasy relevant. Okay. Still. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page there. Now, would you want to do an IDP? I would. I mean, I wish I was in many, many more IDPs yeah, always, all the time, that, always. That changes everything. Now, I will IDP. say it's going to be hard. I, I, I what I want to say is for, for restarting Roman slash Doom, I feel as though... I, I've started calling it Doom instead of Emperor. That works. Because you're the Emperor. Yeah. So I feel like Doom is a better, you know... Sure. Um, plus, I'm looking at that guy over there on the trophy. He's mm-hmm. kind of scary. He's like Doom, awesome. Doom is fitting. <clears throat> so, um, I lost my train of thought. What was I just talking about? I'm getting old, Dave. Roman and Doom combined. Oh, sure. I think for the guys we're trying to get to start again... They don't have a lot of IDP experience. I, I think it's going to be yeah. too much. And I think That's IDP fair. is very specialized. And I think, you know, we we did have a lot of people jump into IDP in Westeros and really embrace it and yeah. go for it. But it's clearly been a tough learning curve for mm-hmm. most people in there. And I think that's going to be hard to do. Sure. I would love to start another new IDP. I would love to have a much deeper IDP than yeah. Westeros. Yeah. Maybe not to the frozen level. Well, probably frozen level rosters, but with IDP, Cut which, which cuts it in half. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it should probably be this one. That's fair. Which means, does team defense... I mean, is, is team defense becoming obsolete... I personally don't have a problem with it. I think it's no. it's a you know it's just one more strategy thing, mm-hmm. um, so I I would I would like to have it in there. I mean I've always been a fan of of team defense because what I don't want to do is just have the baby IDP where it's like okay you just two IDP flexes and that's yeah, it. Yeah, if we're gonna do IDP, we're gonna pointless. go we're gonna go all out because I love the equal starters offense defense yeah. in Westeros. That's what I want Concur. because when I the, well. In these sleeper leagues where there's IDP, and I'm in a couple where it's like two or three flex IDP spots, yeah. and there are people that have half their bench is IDP. To, no, that's ridiculous. Like for me personally, I have like Levante David, Corey Littleton, and I think I, think I have Buda Baker on my bench, mm. and that's it. Yeah. Because you look at the waiver wire, everybody's a, you know everybody's available. I can pick up somebody who can fill one of those spots. I mean, Joe Schobert's available anytime I want him. Oh, yeah. And now we're talking IDP. Hey, So anyway, for this, I don't think we should do IDP. Right. I think it's probably too much. That I think is, if everybody was in, sure. But. That is fair. Um, finances, I'd like it to be another $100 league. Sure, I'm with because, that. Because uh, honestly, if we're combining them into one, it's still mm-hmm. going to be less than I was putting in the, for the last six years anyway. Um, and it led to just such a nice, hefty emperor pot. Yeah. Now, would you want to make it uh, Empire League, too? Or do you just want to keep it going? I, I, I think we should. I think we should restart it as an empire. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I just think that's such a. There's just so much. 
more strategy to that. And I think if we make it a little bit deeper with some of these adjusted things, I think it spices it up. But I I think it's just such an extra dynamic when you're trying to keep that, keep that chance. And I mean, that no trading thing is no joke too. I mean, it's hard. That is tough. I mean, I did a little mini deep dive when we talk about that later and uh, not trading. I mean, you've got to get creative you got to beg, borrow, and steal. That's what I did. It's true. Yeah. Well, and like I said with Westeros, like I had to, I picked up a whole bunch of deep dive guys that are like on, that are in the league right Right. now because I knew I didn't have a first and second round pick. I'd already traded them away. And I want to see if, you know, Miles Gaskin or Chase Edmonds have their shot next Mm -hmm. year. And, you know, I can't be, I can't be assuming anything in the draft is going to help me. So. Right. Anything else for, for settings, for, for crafting the perfect league? Well, and with finances, too. Um, you know, if it's going to be an empire where half the pot goes into the side pot, um, do we want to pay out people for making playoffs? Do we want to, like, we do... That's, know, that's in, the, in yeah, I mean, I like that, too. I think that, well, I'll tell you, oh, that, that reminds me of the, the playing for the number one overall pick. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I hate the idea of the worst. I, I right. want everybody to have something to play for throughout. Right. So there's the, there's the playoff bracket that is playing for the championship, mm-hmm. and then that bottom bracket, I want them playing for that top pick. I don't yes. want, I don't want tanking no, no to tanking. benefit them in right. any capacity. Um, I also think, you know... If if there is a reason to tank, like if you own the first round pick of uh-huh. who you're playing, for example, yeah. I mean you got. Uh, well, people, I don't know. My people just, don't do that. Do <laughs> might just be an integrity <laughs> thing. I'm just putting your. I I would never put a worse team out there. Right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring myself to do it. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, and then uh, oh, there was something else. Boy, I think winter break is really getting to me. My brain. I'm not feeling very mossy. You it know? happens. Um. But uh, generally, I think uh, – uh, oh, I, the, the different payouts, I think that keeps people more engaged. Uh-huh. If they have more – more people have more of a chance to earn money. I right. think that's good. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would definitely be okay with that as well. And we could even do – like the two leagues that were in it, the commissioner with the Vampire League and the World League who does the Week 17 bit. Sure. I mean we can even – Some fun stuff with that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean even something small like he does – this game winner gets 10 more free agency bucks next year. This loser gets 10 less. Um, you know, things. What like you're that. saying is we need to think outside of the box. Right. We need to steal all Rich's ideas. We're not going to steal his ideas. No, I borrow mean, them. We could do 15 instead of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think, uh, yeah, let's get, let's get fun yeah. for sure. Because. I mean, we've said before, like, there's no reason to be in the same old league over and over again. So let's I have, do it. I have always wanted to be in a league where the last place team gets a tattoo. <laughs> oh, jeez. I have always, or just does something like. That's scary. Like, That's scary. You know, like, goes up on the highway overpass and holds up a sign that says, I suck at that I football. That I feel I can, I, or, or the t-shirt, yeah. they have to wear it for a week, right. or the or the blow-up lawn animal that's that's announces it. Like, I thought that that's kind of fun. Something sure. like that for the last place team, as long as it's established in the beginning and everybody agrees and on everybody it. agrees because i it. wouldn't agree on the tattoo i think the tattoo would be awesome yeah i'm i uh if if my first tattoo is gonna be something baller and i don't want it to i don't want it to be you know the nard dog yeah i'm still so. not i'm still not inked either so 
I wouldn't want my first we, tattoo being. We might be the last two people ever. It's possible. Actually, my fiance is not aimed. So. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right. So good. I think we should definitely uh, look into this. And well, I think we should start talking to people. We're on to something. Because my guess is we'll have our 12. Because Roman, I mean, Roman in particular was just a solid group of guys. Yeah. So I know Andrew's not coming back. I get the feeling Adam's kind of might be, I get the feeling he might be happy some yeah. of these are ending. Um, but for a lot of those guys, I mean, Woody doesn't do a lot of leagues. I know he'd be back in. And for the record, Kurt will join in a heartbeat. Kurt's in. Like <laughs> he's, he's in. He's in. Um, let's go. Why don't we talk uh, week 17? So what I thought we could do is we could talk about – so I, as I admitted to you before, yep. I didn't watch any games, not one second. Um, but I did jot down some notes based on what I saw. And I think what we should do is look at them in terms of what does this mean either for the actual NFL playoffs, uh-huh. which can be kind of fun. Yeah. More importantly, just moving forward for fantasy into like next it. year. I like it. Um, because there were definitely some, th- some things that um, we can uh, hypothesize for, for the future based on, you know, coaching changes and, uh, and how players were. Thank you. Great word, Teach. You know, thanks. Yeah, you know, scientific sucks. method. What can you say? Um, so why don't we go through, and I, I don't know if you want, I can just take the lead on giving the high points, and then you can play off of me unless you... Yeah, uh, that works. You know, that's if that works for you. So let's, let's just first do this. So the NFL playoffs... The AFC ended up with the one and two seed being the Ravens and the Chiefs, right. and they both have buys. And then the Patriots are at home against the Titans, three and six. And the Texans are at home against the Bills for four and five. Right. And then the NFC, we have the 49ers and Packers at one and two. They have buys. Oh, the Packers are just a terrible, terrible <sighs> bye week uh, uh, playoff team. Um, the Saints at your Vikings. Yeah. Saints at home, excuse right. me. Right. Um, so that's going to be tough for your squad. And then the Eagles at home against the Seahawks. Yeah. Eagles, just another home playoff team. Ugh. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, we can we can get into that later. So, <clears throat> so some of those were dependent on week seventeen. Many of them were mm-hmm. not. So let's get into this. So yeah. the Jets beat the Bills. Um, the Bills, uh, you know, again, I didn't watch the game. So clearly, based on who the Bills were starting, their spot was solidified. Right. Uh, so for the for the Bills, you know. Josh Allen played at least a little bit, which I thought was weird. I don't know why you'd even play him. It's it seemed, like they treated like a preseason game. Yeah, right? like he got some got some play and then they took him out. I don't get the point. Yeah. Um, because you know guys like uh, um, like John Brown didn't. Um, Yeldon got an opportunity, didn't do much with it. You know, a lot of people were hoping he would kind of get his chance to mm-hmm. shine, maybe get an opportunity at some point because he's still fairly young. Yep. Um, and then Duke Williams, uh, six for 108. So he's a guy that was a waiver wire guy at some point this year. Uh, and then for the Jets, Crowder, just lots of targets, whereas Robbie Anderson didn't. Now, Crowder continues to be one of Darnold's tar- favorite targets. Mm-hmm. I like seeing that. Robbie Anderson's probably not going to be on the Jets next year. He'll be a free agent. Needs a fresh start. um, Guy, yeah. And then, you know, tight end continues to get targets that Daniel Brown, he got three catches for 32. So I'm wondering, is Chris Herndon still going to be a thing next year, or is he just done so? Because he got off suspension and then was injured. So I'd be very curious. I know a lot of people were counting on... We're counting on him at tight end, and it didn't pan out. So I mean, he got injured right away, too. Yeah, he did. It was terrible. Yeah, he did. I think he died. He's, um, he's no longer with us. So, uh, so that was Jets and Bills. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I th- well, I think looking forward for the Jets, 
Um, Le'Veon Bell said he wants to stay with the Jets. Sure, and he yeah. got a lot of usage in Week he, 7. Yeah, he had 15 carries. I mean 17. Didn't me. do much with his carries, but he still had 15 carries, which wasn't bad. He also had five catches, so um, he definitely wants to be there. Which and is I, interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. Unless he's just saying all the right things. And which, Adam Gase is still going to be there, right? Yeah. Ugh. He's got those crazy eyes. Oh, man. Crazy eyes, Gase. Yeah. But I think with, with Sam Darnold and Bell and Crowder, you know, that's kind of a, an okay base. I mean, they've got Braxton Berrios, too. So There you go. They got talent. BB. They got talent everywhere. <laughs> sure do. All right, Browns lost to the Bengals in a fitting end to their ridiculous season. Bengals uh, 33, Browns 23. So Baker threw three interceptions. Uh, He has come out to say that he will not work with a throwing coach of any kind in the offseason. He's also going to have a new staff because Kitchen's got got the boot. They wasted no time in canning him, too. So I just wonder if Baker is going to get back to showing the potential, you know, realizing the potential he looked like he was going to, or is he just not what we had hoped for? Who knows? Um, Landry and ODB both caught touchdowns. Are they both going to be back? I've heard varying things about both of them. It'll be interesting. Um, Hunt's role, you know, he didn't have a lot of usage here, but moving forward, it sure seems like he's not going anywhere, and they're going to have he and Chubb, which makes both of them less valuable overall. Mixon does not, on the Bengals side does not have that problem. 26, 162, and 2 and a catch. So they're going to improve. I'm assuming they'll get their offensive line improved a little bit, and they will have a new quarterback because Dalton is not – I mean, he's going to be holding a clipboard for uh, Burrow if he's there. Right. Um, and then A.J. Green, just where where are you, my friend? You're just uh, – uh, please, I just hope they – Get him out of there, and just I hope he gets healthy, and I hope he gets a chance somewhere else. Patriots, I'm, that he's a Patriots kind of guy. Patriots. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Totally Patriots. Don't you kind of get mm-hmm. a uh, moss to the moss to the Patriots kind of a feeling? Yeah, I get a vibe. Oh boy, that could be monstrous. Yeah, and speaking of Patriots, um, I think uh, the next Browns coach is on that Patriots coaching. You think it's going to be, uh, what's his face? Josh. Josh uh, McDaniel. Josh McDaniel, I oh, think so. Oh, man. Him working with Baker. That should be good. You know, I see a lot of Tom Brady in you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Him working with Odell. You know, Moss joined us well, on the Patriots. I heard a rumor about uh, McCarthy. Oh, And no. that would be the worst thing that's ever happened to Cleveland. Yeah. And Cleveland's had a lot of bad stuff happen to it. One so. thing I've never understood is... Coaches want to be GMs, too. I think when you're a coach, unless you're Bill Belichick, it doesn't work. Just coach and right. leave the rest of the stuff up to the guys who know what they're doing. I think McCarthy will probably wants to coach and be GM. Um, I would never do that. If I were a coach, I would just want to coach. Sure. I'd have I want a little bit yeah, of input in who yeah, comes. Yeah, it's a power, it's a power it thing, is. though. They want the, you know, whatever. But it doesn't work. Uh, the Packers beat the Lions based on who they had playing. I'm assuming the Packers were still playing for that number two seed, they were. Right? and it was not locked up. Um, because I was looking initially, thinking, why are they starting these guys? Aaron Jones, twenty five for a hundred and two catches for forty three yards. Yep. So that's what you want to see from him. Hopefully, he'll be their plan moving forward because he sure looked great when they given him an opportunity. Um, Adams looked great, of course, mm-hmm. but then uh, Lazard. You know, they're trying. We want that second guy in Green Bay to 
show themselves to be a consistent option. And it wasn't Geronimo Allison, and it wasn't MVS, nope. and Equinemius St. Brown died. And so, you know, we want we want somebody, and Lazard, four for 69 a touchdown, is he the second guy? Sure seems like, you know, it sure seems like he's at least the uh, the flavor of the week. Right. Um, and then on the other side, boy, they need Stafford back. Stafford was so amazing at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then he was out, and they've been really bad ever since. Um, Kenny G, you know, is he solidified into that wide receiver one territory? He's certainly a high wide receiver two, I would say, but, um, he continues to be consistent three for 72. So you would think that would be huge with Stafford back next year. And then carry on came back. He had 11 for 53 and a touchdown. Um, hopefully I'll talk about a trade that I made later, but hopefully he's, um, their player of the future. I heard a, I heard a comparison being made about the start of Carrion's career compared with the start of Dalvin Cook's career. Okay. And look what Dalvin Cook was this year. Right, year three. Same exact track. It's, you know, player A, player B, which would you rather have kind of a thing. Yeah. And they were almost identical after two years. Interesting. And then Dalvin Cook obviously went off. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if that uh, happens for Carrion. And to answer your question, I think Kenny G is a wide receiver. You think he is now, huh? With Stafford. With Stafford, okay. Yes. But he's been surprisingly good yeah, without Stafford. I mean... He's been like um, Hopkins. You know, he still produces when he's sure. got crappy quarterbacks on to him. So, sure. and, and Stafford was... Of course, Hopkins much, was better with bad quarterbacks true. than he was with Deshaun Watson, true. let's be honest. But Stafford was on his way to probably one of his best seasons, mm-hmm. too, before he got hurt. So If he hadn't been injured, I wouldn't have traded him to you. Yeah. Well, if, if he hadn't been injured, I had him in... Oh, doom. wait, no. I traded him when he was healthy because yeah. I acquired Breeze. Because you need a guy right. to start. He got injured right yeah. after I turned into And I had him in League of Doom. <clears throat> yeah. And if he would have been healthy, it would have been a different story probably. Exactly. Brissett, I wanted to have to... <laughs> Yikes. Ugh. Well, we'll get to him. Still won. Uh, Chargers-Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs win 31-21. Again, I think the Chiefs were still playing to get that spot. Yeah. Um, based on who they started. So Rivers had a couple touchdowns, a couple interceptions. You know, the talk is that he'll be back. And not retire. Boy, he had a, an emotional press conference yeah. where I just, I liked him even more after seeing that. He just, all he wants to do is win. And it was just, it was a nice thing to see. Uh, Gordon, 14-46 and a touchdown. He had six for 76 through the air. Uh, most people assume he'll be on a new team. Will he be on the Buccaneers? Will mm. he be on the Colts? You know, teams Ooh. like this. Well, maybe not the Colts when they got Mac, but. Yeah, they don't care Texans. about Mac. They don't care about Mac. Texans um, but anyway, oh, he'll he'll be so he'll be somewhere still doing his thing, yeah, and will. so it'll be interesting to see. Eckler uh, did his Eckler stuff: nine rushes, nine catches, eighty you know not eighty nine total yards. Um, Keenan Allen has been healthy this year, yes. and I hope that continues yes. because he's great when he's yeah. healthy. He had a great excuse me <laughs> excuse me he had a great that was a nice push he had a nice start to the year um, trailed off toward the middle but he had nine for eighty two and a touch. Uh, touchdown in this game so that's nice to see i hope he still stays healthy damian williams the waiver wire star of last year he was the talk of this game for the chiefs 12 for 124 and two and four catches for 30 yards so i have a feeling that they don't give a you know what about him and they're just gonna run him into the ground on their run here because they just there will be a rookie running back that'll come in and light the world on fire with them what if they got J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, 
But I'm also curious, you know, Darwin Thompson, I'm curious about Nicole Hardman. Are they going to get more opportunity moving forward? That would be fun. So that's the Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, I think, uh, well, and we'll get to the other game uh, that got the Chiefs into the two seed. Um, but they they weren't too crisp in this game. I watched a little bit of it, and it was close um, for most of it. So they got to work out those cobwebs if they want to get deep in those playoffs. Well, I'm just excited going into next year. Mahomes is just so clearly not healthy, and I yeah. can't wait for him to have an offseason to get healthy and come back being his superstar self. And I could totally see this offense with a hot shot rookie coming in. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah, it would. That takes Absolutely. the pressure off the rookie running back. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Absolutely. I dig that. All right, your your poor Vikings. Do you want? Do you need to do the horn? You don't do it after a loss. No, I'm not gonna do it after a loss. Bears twenty one nineteen. Now the Vikings didn't have anything to play for, so they. I mean, clearly because they were starting uh, right. Sean Mannion. Yeah. Um, but uh, they Boone for everybody that picked up Mike Boone as the waiver wire darling in week sixteen. You were just a week early because he had like seventeen for one forty eight and one. Yeah, where was that last week? I Boone? know, seriously. What a one and two redrafts I know, for him. I know, frustrating. Gar. So you know, Cook has his his injury bug has resurfaced. He is now healthy. So they were they healthy. held him out clearly, yes. and so now he's good for the he's playoffs. Good to go. You know, as much as I, you know, I, I'm a huge Vikings fan. Uh, you have a hat. I, I do have a hat. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'd like him to stay healthy. He seems like a good dude. Yes. Um, I can't wait after this year. I can't wait to see Irv Smith Jr. and how he's going to take off. Are they going to get rid of Kyle Rudolph? Yeah. You know, in, in a game like this, I would have thought Smith, uh, Irv Smith Jr. would have been a huge target. He only had a catch yeah. um, for 11 yards. This would have been a time to really see what you got in him. But, Two um, targets couple targets sure uh mitch trubisky mitch please clearly on a tight leash he only had a couple hundred yards no touchdowns no interceptions they wanted to just run the ball they just he's got to figure his stuff out because they don't trust him they did pick him up for his uh 2020 option interesting yep is that his isn't he still on his rookie deal he's only three years in isn't he no he's four is he wow i didn't realize he's been in that long um, I think so. Montgomery on the ground was pretty good, 23 for 113 and a touchdown. Yep. And then, again, you know, just Anthony Miller has been really good, but Riley Ridley outplayed uh, Anthony Miller, which I thought was interesting because Riley Ridley is uh, considered to be, uh, you know, pretty much nothing burger at this point. The and lesser yet, And yet here he is. Yeah, is much lesser. lesser much right. lesser. So, anyway, the Bears won, but um, the Vikings are saving themselves. I... Can't wait to see Kirk Cousins after a week of not playing. I'm Ugh. sure he'll be real sharp if you get my meaning. Uh, see what I did there? Because yeah, he's so pointy. His face. So good. Uh, yeah, that doesn't know. I did a nose thing. Um, anything about your Vikings? <laughs> I. Uh, it's a rematch of that Minneapolis Miracle game. Yep. Only it's going to be in New Orleans. Uh, I think the Saints are going to come out crisp. They are going to throw, throw, throw. I love the Saints. I'm sorry. I'm and not cheering for the Vikings. If you think about how their last two years of playoffs have ended, the Minneapolis Miracle two years ago. Oh. And then last year, the no call and pass interference. That was horrible. And then you saw how much the Rams should not have been in the Super Bowl. Both of those years, I mean, they were, they were playing to win it all. So if those two things don't happen, they could be going for a 3 P right now. 
Yeah. Think about that. Seriously. Yeah. It's crazy. So I expect, I don't expect my Vikings to win. Um, the Saints, I mean, I'm doing a pool in work, a playoff pool, and I have the Saints winning it all in one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think beating, that's smart. Uh, beating the Ravens. Yeah, I think that's smart. I mean, I think, I mean, I would think either either 49ers or Saints is probably the common NFC yeah. choice, and the 49ers defense has really been falling off. Right. I think the Ravens are probably the most common choice for the AFC, but yeah. time will tell. I just think the Saints are just going to clean house, and they're going to destroy the Vikings. Guess we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, the Patriots uh, had had a chance of, of getting a bye, and they lost to the Dolphins, <laughs> 27-24. Oh. Uh, from what I hear, they let Fitz just march, march right on down the field, right, and end the game? Is, yeah. Am I remembering that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm wondering is... Fitzmagic going to be back while they let a rookie quarterback, or they're going to draft a quarterback and then just keep Fitzmagic to run things while he comes of age, as we'd say in in, uh, in uh, Game of Thrones terms. Um, one thing is for sure, Devontae Parker seems to be all of a sudden he's the man, and that's that. Eight for 137. Any questions about him? He's that classic fifth-year uh, wide receiver breakout. Was yeah. it fourth year or fifth year? Fourth? Fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Um, Wide receivers don't take that long anymore. He just was, he's an old school guy. What can you say? Uh, and then Gasicki at tight end, you know, he's, he drops a lot of passes, but uh, he's clearly a favorite target as well. Um, Brady continues to look like he's just, you know, like he's just trailing off. Um, I'm sure they'll be leaning on Michelle uh, as they tend to do. He had 18 for 74 and, and a touchdown. I wonder if his job after this year is just donezo. Um, James White, is he going to be done in in uh, New England? He had a receiving touchdown. Um, you know, is it going to be Damian Harris time? Because they took him in the first round. So, you know, is he going to get his shot? The, the Patriots are very much in flux. Mm. Honestly, how do you, I mean, would it surprise me if they won the Super Bowl this year? No. No, not at all. But uh, they've definitely got some choices to make because a lot of their main pieces do not look the way they once did. You want to hear a fun stat? I would love to hear a fun stat. Ryan Fitzpatrick has now beat the Patriots on three different teams as quarterback. That's crazy. I love it. Do you want to name them? <clears throat> oh, the teams he's played for? Yeah. I can name them. Okay. Miami. Yeah. And the Jets. Yeah. And uh, the Buccaneers. No, the Bills. The Bills? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Buccaneers would never <laughs> beat the Patriots. But he did play for the Buccaneers. I'm he not did. crazy. Yeah. Okay. Um... Oh yeah, they had that crazy run. That was wasn't that last year that he and Jameis were the best quarterback when you combined them, or was that two years ago? It could have been last year. I think that was last year. Yeah, uh, that was when he dressed up as Deshaun in Deshaun Jackson's clothes for that post game. Oh, that was so hot! All right, Falcons beat the Bucks. Um, Devonta Freeman had eighteen for fifty eight. Um, he's, I mean, he's glue factory. I mean, he's looked pretty good this year, but they're going to they're going to be moving on, I'm sure. They're another team that's going to be looking for a rookie mm-hmm. uh, rookie running back, yeah. I would think. Julio still growing strong at 30. He had 7 for 78, but um I tell you, I I sold him years ago thinking I was getting out early and he's still, I mean, he's, he was he's he was amazing good. this year. Yeah. He was amazing. He contributed to my Frozen Championship for sure. I think personally that Jameis Winston is safe. I think he is their starter at least for this coming year. Yeah. Um, I think that Arians wants the time to really try to get him to be what he thinks he can be. 
I think there's a lot of Big Ben similarities, yeah, and that was, totally. and, you know, Big Ben, uh, Arians is very responsible for Big Ben, uh, Big Ben's development, and so I think Jameis is going to be safe. He's got the most interceptions, and also wasn't he the most touchdowns as well? I mean, he was close. Yeah, he was close. So, uh, you know, he slings it all over, and he's just got to be smarter. Ronald Jones seems like he's at least gotten the chance to be their running back, mm-hmm. but I think they're for sure going to draft a rookie. I think he'll probably get booted, although yeah. he's looked pretty good. Yes. And then I'm wondering about Brashad Perryman. Clearly this is without Evans and without Godwin. Right. But Perryman has looked really good. He's been a deep threat, and if you team that with – the uh, slot guy in Godwin and the big body possession monster of Mike Evans, that's pretty dangerous. I don't think he'll keep that role, but I no. mean, he certainly looked good in it. I remember when Perryman was drafted, right? Yeah, and he looks like an old man. He was a top 10 pick in, in uh, fantasy, in dynasty drafts. Well, by people who. Uh... I wouldn't have picked him top 10. Well, but he was. Because there were a lot of red flags. He, he... rose too late. Just saying. Anyway. So now he's finally like Jones. realizing his potential. Right. Which is good. Yeah. But again, no uh, Evans or, or Godwin. So Jameis has to throw to somebody, and we know he loves to throw. He sure so. does. He sure does. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, the Bucks, uh, the Bucks are close. I mean, they've got some – I mean, that defense is, has taken some strides. I mean, they're definitely uh, – that's an up-and-coming team. So if mm-hmm. Jameis can figure it out, that's an exciting team for sure. The Saints destroyed the Panthers 42-10. to 10. As they should have. Now, the Saints, again, clearly they were playing for something yep. because they started everybody. Mm-hmm. Breeze looked great, three touchdowns. Um, Michael Thomas didn't do much. I, I think they underused him because they're saving him for the playoffs. Right. I think I think Traquan Smith had a touchdown. I can't remember the other two. Taysom Hill and Cook. Ah, there you go. Uh, that makes sense. That's the guys you would think, I guess. Um, Kamara had a couple touchdowns, you know, again, light yardage, but got in the end zone going into next year. I think he should probably still go top three, top four. Um, but, uh, it's been an iffy year. I, I, I'll talk about my goals of selling him, uh, coming up later, but definitely, um, the championship performance really, uh, put a nice little rosy Uh image Uh in my head and makes me less, less wanting to sell him for sure. Um, the Panthers quarterback position will be interesting. Will Cam Newton be back? Who knows? The guys they have now clearly aren't the answer. No. So we'll see what happens. They also got rid of uh, Riverboat Ron, and yeah. now he is going to the Redskins, I believe. I don't know how that's going to go for Dwayne Haskins. I'm a little worried because Haskins is a little bit interception prone. Yeah. And they hired Jack Del Rio as uh-huh. a defensive Yep, I awesome. heard that as well. So that likes Jack. Yeah, there you go. Uh, CMC keeps it up, um, doing his thing, but, um, you know, going into next year, I think Curtis Samuel will be, uh, most people assume DJ Moore is going to take the next step and really be that, yeah. uh, high wide receiver two, low end wide receiver one guy, but Curtis Samuel, what's he going to look like moving forward? Is Ian Thomas going to get the chance if Greg Olson retires finally? Mm-hmm. Time will tell. And we had a Brandon Zilstra sighting. Yeah, it's quite a name. Came up with the Vikings. Oh, they Carolina picked him up. Why'd they cut him? I don't know. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. (laughs) But he uh, he showed up pretty well in this game. Nice. 696, eight targets. Very nice, very nice. Um, I, uh, let's see. Oh, Redskins, Cowboys. So the Cowboys 
Apparently, uh, maybe they're maybe they're fighting for Jason Garrett's job. Although Jason Garrett's contract is going to be up, so Jerry Jones doesn't even need to fire him. He could just say, "Up, oh, your contract's up." Bye bye. And, and the weird thing is, they've had three meetings now, <laughs> and he's still not fired. I don't know what the hell they're meeting. Oh, about. he's so bad. He's so bad. I mean. But this game is Ugh. fun for me because even when the Cowboys win, they still lose. They couldn't get it done in the NFC East. And even though they pounded the Redskins, they still did not advance because the Eagles also won. Uh, this was a Oh, big... so the Cowboys had a chance to get in if the Eagles had lost? Yeah, because oh, okay. I believe they still have the tiebreaker. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. See, again, I didn't watch football, so right. there's a lot of these storylines oh, I missed. God, so good. So Haskins didn't play. He was a little tweaked last week, but I think he's he's looking like they want him to be the future, so yep. they're going to save him a little bit. And he certainly improved as the year went on, and for a rookie quarterback, that's what you want to see. Truth. Um, <laughs> uh, Geis injured, but I I mean, AP, who knows how long he'll play. I mean, he looked decent again, but mm-hmm. I think Der- I think Geis will get another opportunity to be the guy. It's just it's, he seems like he can't stay healthy, he unfortunately. Um, this uh, Sims Jr., um, is he for real? Who knows? Five for 81 and a touchdown. It kind of feels like it's just opportunity because of other guys yep. being out. They didn't have Troy Quinn. They didn't uh, – Terry McLaurin didn't play. He right. was, was he knocked out last week, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Harmon, you know, Kelvin Harmon, he's, he still gets a little bit of opportunity, so that's good. But Dak looked great, 3.03 and 4, and three rushes for 35. Zeke, 18 for 122 and 1. I think he's, in my opinion, a great example of a fantasy sell. Like, you could get a mint for him right now. Get a haul. And we'll talk about uh, trade goals for the offseason coming up, but, man, I'd, I'd be trying to get out from under him. Uh, Gallup versus Cooper is interesting. Cooper had four for 92. Gallup had five for 98 and three touchdowns. So it just seems like Gallup is the guy that um, Dak is looking for more Uh consistently. It's a very interesting situation. Cooper has just never quite measured up to his hype coming in and especially he's in a contract year too with Cooper. So and they traded a first for him. I know. So you'd think he'd want to try to do a little bit better. You would think in that so. Contract year. You know what he should do? He should do better. Should do better. Smoosh better. <laughs> uh, Ra- Raiders lost to the Broncos. The Raiders had a million things that needed to happen for them to have a chance at the playoffs. Well, winning their last game would have been one of them. They, been they didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Carr will be their quarterback as they go to Vegas. I just, oh gosh, he's just so lame and inconsistent. He threw for a lot of yards this game, but. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Washington, waiver wire stud. You know, he he had some decent numbers this game. Waller, 6 for 107. Hunter Renfro, 6 for 102 and 1. I wonder if he's for real or if it's just a creature of opportunity because, you know, he's come on halfway through the season as their as their slot guy. You know, he was talked about as having a lot of potential, so yeah. I guess we'll see. Drew Locke seems to be the guy locked in for their future. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, Cortland Sutton seems to be safe as a go-to target. I mean, this game wasn't a good indication, but he got a lot of targets, even with Locke, and kept producing. Hamilton, 5 for 65. I wouldn't trust him going forward, though. Um, I wonder about Lindsey versus Freeman moving forward. They're both, they've both been just pathetically mediocre this year. And then Noah Fant, I was listening to, I think it was Under the Helmet, was doing their end-of-year review, and they were doing the rookie, rookie tight end award 
and he was the obvious choice. Yeah. I think he was number eight tight end overall, which just shows how pathetic mm-hmm. the tight end position is. Um, but, uh, you know, in the couple of places I have him, it's it's nice to see that he had some big plays going. But, uh, yeah, Broncos beat the Raiders 16-15. Ugh. Yeah, and I think Elway has said that Locke is the guy, and they uh, they want to see what he can do with a full year and, and being healthy because they hurt that thumb in the preseason. and um, Texting his Instagram lady. Yeah, lucky, <laughs> lucky lady. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, that'll be fun. They've got an awesome young team on offense, too, with Sutton and Lindsey, Fant. So, uh, Juwan Winfrey. Tim Patrick. <laughs> Um, I will also say that, uh, you know, if there's one thing John Elway does well, it's assess quarterback talent. Is that so? (laughs) (laughs) Pax and Lynch, anybody? He doesn't do that. No, he doesn't. He doesn't do that. Not at all. Um, all right, cards, Rams. So the Rams won 31-24. So Kyler Murray was everything he was cracked up to be. I think he was like eight, eight, nine, ten quarterback overall this year. Something, something good. Yeah. Um, 325, 2-2. Two and two. Drake is clearly the running back of the future. Yes. Um, he had a touchdown. He's just blown up there. I love seeing that. I held him in multiple places through the ups and the downs. Um, Chase Edmonds, I think, for sure can be the backup to him and can be – I mean, we saw him be good in one or two games this year. Yep. Um, but DJ needs to move on, and he needs to – you know, he's the one that will probably go to the Bucks. I mean, Bruce Arians – has a little crush on him. They they did made beautiful uh, music together in uh, in Arizona before, so I guess we'll see if if that could happen. I think Dan Arnold at tight end uh, for the Cardinals is interesting mm-hmm. because he was on my radar when he was on the Saints, and I had him on my taxi squad as you know the the next big tight end that uh-huh. Drew Brees would be thrown to, and four for seventy six and a touchdown. He's had a couple games this year where he's looked really good, so it'll be interesting. To see number one, if that offense utilizes the tight end better, right? But number two, could it be Arnold, or are they going to obviously find somebody better? Yeah, but it'd um, be, be a fun one in in deep spots. Yeah. Goff looked good, three nineteen and three. He threw a touchdown to Cup, uh, ninety nine yards. I think Cup had, and then Higby caught one, and Woods caught one. The guys you would think, Gurley. Hope you sold when you could because he just is looking just so bad, and then. Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks also, what a disappointment this year. I mean, yeah. kind of feels like he should be moving on and go to a spot where he can get more opportunity. There's just so many targets. And now that Higby's so involved, mm-hmm. somebody had to lose their... And I mean, don't sleep know. on Everett either when he comes back healthy. I think Higby's, I think Higby is past I him. I think we'll Everett see. is an afterthought. I think Higby does what they want him to do. And... Uh, He's running over people, let's yeah. be honest. He's yeah. looking really good. Yeah. I, I wish I had him more spots. Um, Eagles uh, destroyed the Giants. What I did want to say oh, also, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, with Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. he had a, a bum hammy. So they actually had to talk him into playing this game. Because <laughs> he... Uh, the, um, Kingsbury said uh, that uh, you're not going to hurt anything anymore. So just go out there and play... You don't have to go run and be a world beater. Just be a pocket passer. So they had to talk him into playing. That's funny. I thought that was pretty funny. Well, good for the coach, though, to basically make him play. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. Eagles beat the Giants. Um, So apparently apparently, uh, Gretchen made fetch happen because Boston Scott uh, went off. 
19 for 54 and three touchdowns, and he had four catches for 84. Yeah. Clearly they're saving Sanders for the playoff run. Yes. Sanders didn't get a lot of opportunities. Um, but Boston Scott, I mean, clearly couldn't carry the load, I guess, if they if they need him to against that vaunted Giants defense. And they, I remember hearing in the beginning of the year they wanted Boston Scott to get more action. So I guess. <laughs> here it is for whatever reason. Uh, I guess. I guess. Um Goddard, uh, you know, looks good, especially with uh, Ertz out four for sixty five. Is Ertz going to miss the playoffs? Do you I don't know? know, but his ribs. He's really got the Ertz. ribs. Yeah. He's... <laughs> <laughs> See, those are the kind of puns we need. Yeah. And if somebody can't make a pun like that, I don't want them. Um, <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones, you know, gosh, seem he's a really good rookie quarterback. I mean, he's. He's done a lot this year, uh-huh. and uh, kind of surprising to many. I thought he was a joke on draft night, but here we are. Um, Saquon's clearly back. Caden Smith is interesting. Mm-hmm. Eight for 98. What is the future for Evan Ingram? Because he seems like he can't stay on the field. Right. He's really he's an undersized tight end. He's really more of a wide receiver size. Caden Smith, here, here's a no-name guy doing yeah. the job. And even when Ingram's on the field, he disappears, too. Yeah. So it's... he's. I mean, he has to get peppered. Well, that was the thing. Eli Manning peppered him with targets. Yeah. And now he's not healthy and on the field. And when he is, he disappears because right. he's got to get really force-fed. It was when ODB was out and he was the only target that uh-huh. he really did well. So it'll be interesting to see if Evan Ingram is anything. Um, luckily, in Westeros, I have Fant and uh, Higby, so I'm not yeah. too worried about him. Yeah, but. Okay. Um, and then the fun stat I shared with you before this with Carson Wentz, first player quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards and not have a wide receiver go over 500 yards. <laughs> That's how bad the injuries have been for them, and they've still won the East. It's crazy. It's fantastic. That goes to show how bad the East is. Yeah, it says a lot of things. And also how good Wentz actually is when he stays healthy. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely awesome says a lot of things. Uh, we're going to get close to the end here before a break. Uh, Colts-Jags. The Jags destroyed them. Um, it was Minshew looking good. Back to back to that uh, mustache magic. Um, Armstead was getting the play at running back mm-hmm. here. Now, he looked really good. He had a touchdown reception. Um, there was also a uh, Divine Zigbo sighting. I, I, I still, he's still on my roster in he's Frozen. Yep. Um, mostly because I like his name. Um, I was, uh, so I'm wondering, you know, Leonard Fournette, who knows what he'll, what his, I mean, he'll still be on the team and he'll still be a bell cow, but I just wonder if they see that they can do it with somebody else. Cause he's been kind of a pain in the butt. So I wonder if, if Armstead looks good enough, mm-hmm. could they possibly make a move and move on? You never know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, DJ Chark, uh, we'll talk about trades later, but you know, DD Westbrook seven for 72 and a touchdown. Keelan Cole had a touchdown. DJ Chark nowhere to be seen. Right. It's going to be a hard wide receiving group to predict um it's possible i may have uh, predicted the wrong one moving forward but we'll see we'll it's see possibly. we'll see yeah. we'll see we'll see um anything else about cold show oh uh, brissette just looks very mediocre it'll be interesting to see if he's the future guy i, I mean, don't they're, they're saying he is but i i just don't see it after the the way they ended the season not making the playoffs it wasn't a very good run they right. had and you know Mac is fine. He had yep. a couple touchdowns. Um, Hilton three for seventy two. He's, 
he's getting close to being done. So, I mean, he just, for a wide receiver, so dependent on speed like he is, I just yeah. feel like he can only last so much longer. But they've got some good young pieces. Yeah. Pascal. I yeah. mean, um, Paris Campbell, Campbell, when he comes Jinx, back. Jinx, one, two, three, buy me a Coke. <laughs> we have some in the garage. <gasps> you talked. I get to punch you. Just kidding. I won't punch you. That's not a friendly <laughs> thing to do. I'm in, the boys say, I'm in your home, after all. The boys say <clears throat> Jinx blackout. I don't know what that means. It sounds and, scary, though. And they can't tell me what it means. It's just <coughs> That's something, just something they heard. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. It's something they yeah. heard. All right, let's do one more, and then we'll do a break. Oh. Uh, the st- <laughs> Not a break forever. Okay. Just, a, just a break for a okay, few minutes. we'll be back. Um, the Ravens beat the Steelers 28-10, to 10, but with nobody, um, <laughs> because they had everything locked up. Yep. So, um, RG3, you know, he didn't throw the ball much. He was fine. He basically... Had an audition, you know, who knows? Maybe he's going to audition and have a chance to be a starter for a really terrible team. You never know. Um, but he's a good backup for them to have. Gus Edwards, 21 for 130. Justice Hill, 10 for 39 and a touchdown. Yeah, your guy. Uh, yeah, I love Justice Hill. And then uh, Hurst, I, you know, is he moving forward? You know, is he a tight end handcuff? Because that's Lamar Jackson clearly loves throwing the tight end. Mark yeah. Andrews is the guy. Totally. If Mark saying. Andrews got hurt, Hurst, you would think, would be a huge target for but him. But he also likes Boyle, too. That's the thing. Yeah, that? that's true. They've you got, got a couple of guys. So you would yeah. need, like, two of the three to die, and then you right. could use the last one. Um, and then for the Steelers, you know, Big Ben, hopefully he's back, uh, because, goodness gracious, their quarterback play has been terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Ooh, I don't know what I did there. Uh, running backs, again, have just been bad. Um, Snell was the guy here, 18 for 91 and a touchdown. Deontay Johnson versus Juju versus James Washington. Just, ugh, it's just all a mess. That had, team fell from only, grace hard. They only had four players catch a pass this whole game. I mean, this was a terrible game to start with. Yeah, it was bad. I didn't even watch it. Well, Unwatchable. No. Unwatchable. So, for, you know, the Steelers have looked so great in so many ways for so many years, and yeah. now here we are. It's just been brutal. Well, that's what happens although, when you lose your star quarterback. Although AB did put out that new music video, whole lot of money, whole lot of money, got a whole lot of money, and it's him, like, throwing around a whole lot of money. It's so clever. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with two, with two more with two more incredibly significant Week 17 matchups. That's a horrible song, by the way. Yeah, that's his song. Have you not heard it? No. I don't think we can lead in with it because it's going to be horribly inappropriate. Yeah, I don't want to. And it's just, it would... No. It would, it would get you know. Uh, I don't know. I can't. Even, I'm too distracted now. Okay. All it's, right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be your right fault. Back. Okay. So I was looking for pistol grip pump, you know, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And I was trying to find a clean version. Well, it doesn't exist because nobody wants clean Rage Against the Machine. Not possible. So I found this. It's pistol grip pump clean version, but it's some other dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who it is. Which one came first? Who this or that? Well, I mean, there, it, it could be that this is what Rage sampled. I, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I'm ready to move on. Yeah, we have two it. more games. Two Ti- games. Titans and Texans. So... The Titans beat the Texans 35-14. Um, the Texans benched everybody. Yes. They didn't have anything to play for. No. Um, they locked up a uh, <clears throat> a home field in the playoffs, which is weird because they just haven't looked very good. 
Um, they didn't bench Carlos Hyde. I thought that was interesting. He was still getting run, um, and he's looked good this year, so I thought that was... You would think that's a guy they'd want to protect and lean on in the playoffs. Well, he only had four rushes, so that's not much of a... Well, four rushes he could have hurt himself on. Hurt his little, Probably was hurt, a, his a preseason thing where they put him in for the first series, maybe. 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 Dion. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Ryan Tannehill seems like he's going to be the future, huh? He's yeah, consistent. Locked in. And uh, he's just been doing whatever he wants, which is, I mean, good for him. You know what helps, though? Hmm. Having A.J. Brown. That guy is a man amongst boys. Woo boy. I I slept on him in the draft. I wish I wouldn't have. I might need to uh, make some shirtless sketches of him in my fantasy yeah. football dream journal. I mean, Des Bryant isn't. I mean, yeah. he's getting old and flabby, so I got to change it up. Do you have DK Metcalf in there, too? Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, A.J. Brown, four for 124 and one. He just yeah. continues to be the big play guy. And then Henry was a monster, 32 for 211 and three. He took the rushing crown with this game, too. Did he? He did. Wow. So yeah. so he doesn't suck then. No. Interesting, because yeah. I definitely thought he did. This game would have been great in the regular season. <laughs> when people were counting on have him. Have him in West how, how did he do in the playoffs? Like, were his playoff games okay? I don't remember. No. No. Not no. this good, but serviceable. Yeah. yeah, and I don't like his hair either. It looks like a big turd come out of the It looks like moment. a poo. Yeah. He and Devin Bush have poo hair. Yeah, they do. Uh, anything else about that game? No. Okay. <laughs> 49ers Seahawks. So this was there was a fraction of this game um, that uh, Zach did make me watch under threat of death. Because uh, wow. he pulled it up on his phone while we were playing Katana, he wanted to watch the end, and I said I kind of wanted oh, the to. End of the game. Yeah, yeah, I kind of wanted to. I was kind of uh, feeling proud of myself that it was a week where I didn't watch one second of football, but he forced me to. Sure. So I did watch a little bit. Twenty six, twenty one, forty niners. Um, Mostert, two touchdowns. Debo, just a beast. Five another, for one hundred two. Another Ooh. rushing touchdown and a rushing touchdown. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, that's pretty great. He's got 100 yards receiving, and then he gets the touchdown on the ground. I mean, that's a lot of usage that I like. Even Kittle had a rush. Yep, and Kalittle. Uh, Kalittle. Kalittle? Who's that? Huh, interesting. Kalittle. Kalittle, what's kinda, his, what's his kinda, first name? Oh, Kalittle. Oh, little George Kalittle. Little Georgie Kalittle. So he, he's so I think he solidified. I mean, he is he's the top dynasty tight end mm-hmm. for sure. Kalittle. George he's, Kalittle. Um. He's he's a little bit good, that's for sure. I see. See what I did there? there? See, nice. pause. It's important. Well done. Um, seven for eighty six. He's a beast. Uh, on the Seahawks side, Marshawn Lynch did have a touchdown. Beast Weird. Mode. That's actually why Zach made me watch because he's got a beast mode obsession. Okay. And for him to be back was big. Uh, DK six for eighty one and one. Lockett six for fifty one and one. Would have been nice for Lockett to do that when I needed him. Yeah, true. And yet here we are. Uh, so that's the end of the games. Um, what do you think about the running back situation for the Niners? Is it just moving forward in next year? Is it just they just are never going to rely on one guy? They'll have as many as they can. No, I think fantasy owners won't like they're it. They're going to be the the Patriots going forward. Not because um, I mean Mostert had this game early in the season. Breida had a game. Tevin Coleman went off a couple times too. So I don't know who you can trust. And they still have McKinnon, who's been out all year. So what do they do with him when he comes back? Well, I mean, I don't think he's coming back because I think he died. He died? Yeah. Oh, my condolences. I think I think he had to be put out of his misery. Oh, he yeah, passed. I know. So Poor that's guy. the end of him. Good riddance, I say. Yeah. Nope, that was too much. I feel bad about it. All right. So he's alive? <laughs> no, he's still dead. Oh, I just feel bad dead. about saying it. Oh. All right. 
so that's the week 17 games. Thank goodness we're done with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, bunch of meaningless games. Bunch of meaningless games. Um, let's let's move forward here. So we've got we want to get into actually before we do the best and worst stuff, can we talk about trade plans for the off season? Sure. Um, because I know like like I am, I'm sure you're already thinking what trade offers can I make? What conversations can happen? That's why I wanted Frozen season. updated. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll get to it. But, You'll get to it. You know, I had a lot going on today. Yeah, I yeah. had to do all this amazing show right. prep that you see before you. <laughs> um, so trade plans for the offseason. So I look at trades in a couple of different ways. One of my rules that I try to follow is that and it's it's hard to stick to, so I've only I've only really solidified this theory recently, as you've seen in Frozen. But I try to sell the big producing money running backs and acquire multiple pieces for them. Right. If I can acquire, you know, and I've got some examples, but like I, you know, if I can trade Zeke for like a young running back and other pieces. Mm-hmm. Or a young wide receiver and other pieces, including first where I can get a rookie running back right. who will be the next guy. That's what I prefer to do. And so we'll get into some of these trades, but that's what I'm looking at going into this coming offseason. Um, in, you know, in Westeros, I would have been looking to sell some people. I can't now because I won, but right. in Frozen's the big one because I acquired Kamara <laughs> from you toward the end of the season. And now Kamara's prime, prime guy to be selling because I should be able to get at least a first and then multiple players i would think and that's what i did i sold him for that's what you did that's what you did and i feel very dirty that i gave away so much youth mostly dallas goddard in order to acquire him now led to a championship so how much can i really complain right um now kamara had a great had a great championship Mm -hmm. game as well so that makes me less excited to sell him and i might hold him and you know not like i'd feel bad going into next season with him but uh right you know, he's the one I get the most value for because my other options would be, you know, James White. If I could get a second round pick in 2020 for James White, I'd be ecstatic, but I don't think I'll get it. I'm probably better off holding him and just having him be a bench piece. Uh, Mark Ingram, I think he's going to be leaned on again next year. I don't think he's going anywhere for Baltimore, but again, if I could get, gosh, if I could get a first for Mark Ingram, I'd be jumping up and down probably. I just don't think it's realistic. A 21st or a 21 first? Uh, 20, 20. 2021. Okay. I, I don't like acquiring picks that are too right. far out. They don't that doesn't do much mm-hmm. for me. That's not how I do things. Doesn't move the needle. Nope. And the, and then Carson and Penny, you know, as a as a combination. Uh, well, Carson, you know, he is just used so heavily. Mm-hmm. And so his usage is so heavy that I I feel like he's good because of that, but now with the injury I can't really so sell say, him. And you don't know what's going to happen with him next year. Right. If so, he comes back, or if he dies, he could die. He could die. Injury. And so I don't want to – I would like to sell him and then hold on to Penny, mm-hmm. especially in a league so deep because he's sure. the younger you know, the younger guy who could get his chance. But uh, now I'm going to end up holding him basically. Because right um, I think you, you either go one of two ways. You either trade – a stud for a bunch of smaller pieces mm-hmm. or you trade a bunch of smaller pieces for a stud. Correct. And it depends on what situation your team is in. What you don't want to do is go laterally. Right. So like, you know, if, if I'm talking to Kurt in Frozen, it would make no sense for me to trade him, um, you know, Chris Godwin for, well, no, that's a bad example. Like Michael Thomas and Nuke are the same age. Right. And they're both, you know, like top wide receivers. Right. It would make no sense for us to trade one for one because... Right. You know, 
unless somebody feels really strongly about one mm-hmm. more than the other. So. Now a trade uh, Kamara for Nuke. Which is the offer that he has officially mm-hmm. made me. I just, I'm not sure if I can do it because I feel like I want, for how much people value running backs, I would want a superstar wide receiver and a piece. So I've considered, you know, it's you know, you know, Kurt's going to listen to this like right away. He usually texts me the next morning and says, what am I supposed to listen to? You guys didn't post yesterday. (laughs) Um, but, uh. You know, I've considered because I am I have depleted my tight end core in that league by trading you Goddard. You have, so yeah. I have basically Ertz and no one else. So well, I have Hawk, but he was injured, so right. Hawkinson will help me a lot. But but I was thinking, what if he did Nuke and Janu Smith for Kamara? Like would I consider that? Because I do like the idea of having Hopkins and mm-hmm. he's acquirable now because he had such a bad season. Right. Um, but I don't know if I can I can do it. So, so my plans are to try to sell those running backs for some for some uh, for some pieces, including some first. Get back in that first round. That's the plan going into the offseason. I like it. How about you? Big plans? You know, my uh, my big plans are in Frozen, um, where I still want to acquire more first round picks. That's my goal. And your team's super young anyway. I, my team is super young. Like, like I said, my my oldest non quarterback is Cordero Patterson. I think, um, which is awesome because I've got Cam and I got Stafford, so they're kind of the old heads of my team. Sure, but yeah, I'm excited. So I I've got some ideas, um, which is again why not to harp on it, but I wanted to see the Excel spreadsheet of fan tracks to see where everybody is at. I know you get to it eventually. Uh, so then I can focus. Danny more. did his part, so I'll get it visually yeah. impressive on the on the spreadsheet. And you guys are doing a great job. Oh, thanks, wanna, buddy. I don't want to take anything away from what you guys are doing. Would you like Kamara back? No. Uh, not for probably what you want. He back. doesn't fit in your plans? Well, I mean... I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking at my team, I... Sanders and Goddard gets you Kamara. That's Nailed it. it. Nailed it. That's it. I know that would be that probably be pretty pretty crazy of me. I would yeah, honestly would consider that. Mm. You think about it. We have time. About it. Boy, if I could get nuke for him <laughs> and then I make that trade with you, that'd be pretty dumb. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna reconsider. This water is really going to my head. Yeah, it's Ramsey water right there. Watch out, <laughs> Ramsey's finest. Yep. All right, so. <laughs> How's that puzzle coming? Awesome. All right. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Best and worst, uh, best and worst trades. Yes. Best and worst waiver wire additions. <clears throat> best and worst start sit decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, we can just kind of go back and forth. I've got a handful of trade. Well, I can just pick my favorite of the of the trade ones because um, obviously I, I picked a lot. You know, it's it's funny because I. Obviously, I'm a fan of almost every trade that mm-hmm. I do, and you know, you know me. I'm so humble, but um, you're so humble. But I also I won the championship in most of these, and so like a bad choice seems like it's just nitpicking mm-hmm. when it ended up ultimately working. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's start. Let's start with worst. My worst trade. I'll okay. start there, and then you can you can take it from there. Um, making the playoff push in Frozen. <laughs> I made a lot of trades, including the one that got me Kamara from you. Mm-hmm. And then I got a little carried away. I decided I wanted DJ Chark. And this was right before he got injured. 
right before he got injured and just wasn't producing. Right. And I traded my lovely fiance, um, Tony Pollard, uh, because she has Zeke, and Devontae Parker, and Broniker, because she was desperate for a tight end. She right. could start that week. And then my 2021 first. That was the problem okay. for Chark. The problem there is that Devontae Parker ended up being a superstar. He blew up. And took off right <laughs> after that. I actually acquired him in a trade from you mm-hmm. as well as a, as a throw-in, fun, funny enough. But I should have held with that 2021 first and Devontae Parker, and that would have actually helped me much more this year. Mm-hmm. Time will tell moving forward. I really like DJ Chark, but um, he ended up being a nothing on my team. So that was just me giving away a first is what it felt like. Right. So that felt like a really rough trade situation. And then giving you as much youth as I did in that other trade. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm complaining about Cooper Cup and Kamara, but <laughs> I gave you a lot of youth. And so that was a bummer. Oh, I forgot I had McLaurin. Oh, now I'm sad. All right, you take it over while you, I go cry for a while. You had McLaurin. Yeah, I know. That's McLaurin in the trade that yeah, I used one yeah. of the pieces I gave you. I just realized how sad that made me. I think my worst trade um, was in Roman. I, I mean, if the league would have kept going, I would have been pissed about it when I got Antonio Brown from you. <laughs> <laughs> because I was still holding out hope since I had him in Emperor. I was still thinking that he would right the ship, he would get his act together, say all the right things to get on the field, because I really would have liked to see him play. So I had my hopes up in Emperor, he came available in Roman, I paid a third for him. <laughs> well, it ended up being nothing, because right, that draft never happened. So, But looking at it, if if your team went to tour through Corey's team, and I'd be without a, a third and I'd have him on my bench. <laughs> Yeah. So that that would be my my worst trade. I get you. Yeah. How about your best trade? My best trades I have I have two actually. I I said that plural. Well then I'll use I'll pick two of mine as well. Okay. Because I, I have seven. Yeah. They were both done in Frozen. <laughs> okay. Uh, one was with you, and the other was with Danny. Okay. Um. So the one with you. Is as follows. Um, I sent. Wait, that's not the right one. Do, 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 Here it is. Do, 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 do. Here it is. Hold and on we're your back. butts. Hold on your butts. <laughs> Kamara, Cooper Cup, Gus Edwards, Jimmy Graham, and my 2023rd went to you. I got Juju, David Montgomery, Terry McLaurin, Dallas got it, Ryan Finley, and Mike Davis. I just went through the whole thing. Yep. Um, so that got me a lot younger. Um, I had that 2023rd in my back pocket. If you wavered a little bit, I was, which I I did. Yep. I was really happy about that. That's what sold you. Yep. You also gave me through in Mike Davis, which was very nice of you. Well, we're getting Monty and right. Yeah. Um, so then that was Thursday, November 7th. I wasn't done 10 days later, Sunday, November 17th. This was my this was a fun trade too. I gave up Mike Evans and Duke Johnson. Mike Evans, who you acquired from me. Right. In, in the in the trade. Julio and Breeze trade. Right. Yep. Um to Danny. And uh Danny sent me Miles Sanders, Noah Fant, Day Sion Hamilton, Kicker Joey Sly, and his twenty twenty first and twenty twenty second. <laughs> that was a haul. You immediately after, I posted that at eight fifty four a.m. 
at 8.54 a.m., you said, ha, 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 adorable. <laughs> adorable because Danny was just trying to keep up with me. Right. Which is his, the story of his entire life. Yep. And, and I find uh, it adorable. Yeah. And so not only did I get even younger and get more pieces, uh, I also had uh, a 2020 first and second. So it'll be late because Danny... Got what, third or fourth? Uh, Somewhere in there. Third, I think he ended up getting third, yeah. Okay, so that those picks will be later, but <clears throat> it's still another first round. And sure. And second round. Sure, And sure. I gave up my third to you, so those will help. Yep. But again, I am still going to try to acquire more, um, more picks, so we'll see what happens. Nice. Yeah, but so, I mean, again, crazy youth, Drew Locke, Ronald Jones if he stays... But I got Sanders, I got McLaurin, I got Kaseki, I got Goddard. Oh, it just keeps going on and on. Got Montgomery. So, And I have Gaskins, and I have Laird. So we'll see what happens with those guys, yeah, too. I guess so. I yeah, guess we will. Stockpiling. Sure. Uh, so my best <laughs> trades um, were in keeping with my whole theory of trading away um, trading away the big running back. So in Frozen this offseason, I traded away Todd Gurley, CMC, and Joe Mixon, okay. who were all big pieces of me winning the championship last year. I traded them all away. Uh, in August, I traded Mixon and Geo and Travion Williams, basically the Bengals, all the Bengals backfield guys. Gotcha. To Kurt for Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and Chris Godwin, who ended up being the number three wide receiver uh, this year. That yeah. was that was huge. It was right before Godwin took off and showed that he was going to be a consistent guy. Um, and then Carson, we saw what he did this year. And that was basically, I started talking about Mixon being available. That was when I found out that Kurt was a huge Mixon fan and didn't have him anywhere. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's blood in the water. Nice. It was the same exact thing that happened when I traded Russell Wilson to Danny um, before last or during last season. Mm-hmm. Was That's his favorite player. I know it is. So I know we can get something done. I traded uh, Christian McCaffrey and A.J. Green to Andrew. Uh, before the season started, pretty close to the draft, I think. Mm-hmm. And I acquired Michael Thomas and his 1727347. One seven ended up being either Hawkinson or, Mo- or right. uh, Montgomery. We'll say Hawkinson for the sake of argument. So looking at getting rid of Christian McCaffrey and acquiring Michael Thomas. Now, again, nobody knew he would be this. Right. Although I thought he would because I love him. I hoped he would. Yeah. He's got a beautiful face. Um,. And hands the size of my head. so He's got some big meat hooks. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Uh, so that ended up uh, being really good. And then earlier on, I couldn't even find it, but I traded Gurley. That got me 1-6-1-12, Mike Evans, and I got Trey, uh, Trey Quinn out of him too. Okay. So, so that was a lot of running backs being traded. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> and then in Westeros, I traded A.J. Green straight up for Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was really huge because A.J. Green didn't do anything this no. year. And he then almost, I think he almost died. And I'll mention one more, and that was in draft. I mentioned this before, but in the Westeros rookie draft, it got to one hundred and four. I didn't like. I was going to take Miles Sanders, but I thought I can get a little more, and so I traded my one four to Bill for DJ Chark and one seven, which turned out to be who turned out to be Miles Sanders, who yep. I would have taken at one four exactly. anyway. So that ended up to be perfect. Yep. And DJ Chark for half the season, he was a starting wide yeah. receiver for me and ended up being great. Right. So those were my, those are my best uh, mm-hmm. trade situations. How about, uh, how about, uh, well, what do you want to do next? Waiver wire or starts it? 
Um, we could do waiver wire. Oh, actually, while we're on trades, can <clears throat> I just mention I made my first trade of the year in one of my sleeper leagues this past week. Congratulations. So would you like to hear that really quick yeah, as long as it. we're on trades? So sure. I had Saquon Barkley, and uh-huh. I was thinking, cash out on Saquon Barkley, sure. right? So I went to the Michael Thomas owner, and I'm thinking I can make something happen here. And I aimed big. I said, I want, uh, I want Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, and Miles Sanders for Saquon Barkley. Wow. Well, he wasn't having that. No, I wouldn't either. So then... <laughs> You'd rather have the the guy. You'd you'd rather have the the Thomas side. Oh my God! Yes, of course. Okay. That's not even close. Right, but people love their their superstar running backs, just, and Saquon Barkley is just like saying. a god to these people. I mean, it opens the door. Right, okay. and so and well, he had already expressed he's interested in Saquon. Okay. I said, well, this is what it's going to take. Well, he didn't like that. I said, all right, I'll throw in Allen Robinson. Eh, okay, whatever. You know, I just he's like, oh, I just really like Miles Sanders. It's hard to give him up. So I said, okay, how about this? How about take out Miles Sanders, throw me Carrion Johnson instead? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking of the Cook stat where yeah. Carrion Johnson could end up being the next big thing. Sure. You know, I'm still hopeful. And he goes, all right, I can do that. I'm like, yes. And so it ended up being Saquon and Allen Robinson I sent away. Uh-huh. And I acquired Michael Thomas, Terry McLaurin, and Carrion Johnson. All right. And I still have Aaron Jones. So mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, I still have a superstar running back I can you know, more, more often count on. So. so you were basing that trade off of that stat of, of cook, the comparison. Uh, so yeah. when it, I, I wanted Sanders, I have a lot of faith in Sanders moving forward, yeah. but when he clearly, that was the sticking point. I looked at his roster and thought, what other running back would I like to have mm-hmm. as a future potential piece? And I thought Karrion Johnson would be, would be a good one to have. Did you try to counter again with Sanders still involved? I didn't because I knew I wanted McLaurin and Thomas, okay. and that was a lot to ask. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I look at Dynasty as running backs mm-hmm. turn over a lot, and wide receivers don't. So I am uh, I was counting on that. Sure. So Makes sense. Uh, waiver wire or starts it? We can do waiver wire. All right. So what do you got? What were your waiver wire moments for the year? My my biggest one, and I'm going to focus heavily on my, on my baby, on my emperor. Obviously. Um, I, my tight end in that league was a disaster. I had Njoku, who almost died. <laughs> there's I, a lot of, there's a lot of, um, parallels between your, your Emperor team, your Doom team and my Roman team. Yeah. Because I had Njoku right. when I traded for Ertz, and I was like, I gotta do something here. I wouldn't say there's a lot of parallels. <laughs> yeah, some, some. Uh, and then well, I you got had, the Antonio Brown parallel. Sure, sure, I mean, sure, there's sure, some, sure, there's sure, some. Sure, 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 anyway, sure, sure. Uh, I won by two. You won by how many? Hundred two. Okay. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. You know, I use this as a nightlight. Just this, the screen of my victory. Four oh four oh one point one to two ninety nine point three. So my tight this end. This is my this is my screensaver now. Yeah, so my tight end was a disaster, <laughs> and then I picked up Disley. Yep. We all know what happened with Disley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's still one of my favorite tight ends, though. There's a pun in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and then I picked up Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. And yeah. he wasn't doing it for me. Yeah, Abercrombie So finally, uh, I got Cook for freezies. Jared Cook. And he turned out to be a beast. Turns out. Caught two touchdowns in one semifinal week, which really helped. Yeah, right before he died. Yeah. But then, 
Well, yeah, and then he got concussed. He had two catches for two touchdowns in that game. Yeah. And then he was out, came back, didn't really do much that first game of the championship for week one. Mm-hmm. But in the second week, he got me two more touchdowns. Mm-mm-mm. So that um, was by far my best waiver wire pickup. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that went well. It sure did. My best waiver wire pickups um, were all in Westeros leading to that championship. Jordan Hicks at the beginning of the year at at linebacker ended up being huge um, because you have to start three linebackers Mm -hmm. and you got to have consistent ones. He ended up being really consistent. Right. Um, The combination of uh, Marlon Humphrey and uh, Chuck uh, Chuck Clark? Chuck D. Clark, the starting safety for the Ravens. Chuck Clark, okay. I think. Um, anyway, they ended up being huge in different weeks at different times, especially when I lost Vaughn Bell and Marshawn Lattimore at various times. Right. It, I just went from one one great pair of defensive backs for a team to another great pair of defensive backs. That works. Well. Sure. I think Tyler Higby was probably the one that really made the most difference on on uh, Westeros, though, because I, uh, I had Ingram, and he wasn't – alive and mm. then uh fant i just didn't feel comfortable starting him and i had rudolph and he was you know hit or miss he had yeah. got me a good week or two right but uh once i picked up higby boy he was consistent mm-hmm. that was pretty great so those were my best waiver wire um waiver wire pickups uh for the year how about waiver wire uh blunders my waiver wire blunder also ties in with my start sit blunder okay it's uh it's a package deal a uh, young man named Chase Edmonds. Mm. Here's a little history for you. <laughs> Week seven. He gets 32 points. He sure did. The, that waiver wire period prior on 10-20, I picked him up for $0. Boom. Freezies. Well, that's huge. Did I start him? Well, you should have. I didn't. Oh. No. Yikes. That was, I believe, um, the game where I noticed that uh, DJ was out, and I didn't have time to put him in. Remember that? Yeah, but no, DJ. But DJ was an emerg. Remember, he was an emergency starter, and he got the first carry of the game. No, before then, though. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, the the game the game that Chase Edmonds went crazy. Yeah was the game that uh, DJ was supposed to be healthy. He was supposed to be a full participant, and they were going to bring him in. He was he was able to play. They called him an emergency starter, but then he got the first rush of the game and then didn't get any more after that. Okay. Anyway. Irregardless. I mean, you have notes on your pad, and yeah. I just am going off the top of my head, so you're, it's possible I'm completely incorrect. So I sat him week seven where he scored 32 points, in standard scoring. In standard scoring. Yeah, so well, I yeah, because he was like 40-ish for me, I So think. I says to myself, hey, Dave. <laughs> Self? He did such a good job in week seven. Let's start him in week eight. Guess how many points he got week eight? How many points? Zero. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Yep. So had I put him in, um, I'm pretty sure I would have won that week. I think I lost that week. But uh, that was my waiver wire blunder and uh, start sit blunder, all wrapped up in one. You know when my baby Higby never got picked up. 
Really? In Roman. Isn't that crazy? Interesting. He never ended up on a roster. That's nutso. Too bad he can't pick him up now. Yeah, just to have him. Well, I mean, I could, but it wouldn't matter. Um, Edmonds, yeah, because Edmonds and PPR. Well, now my... Oh, there it is. Uh, week seven. Oh, he only had two catches. So he only put up 35. Oh, okay. <laughs> Pathetic. Pathetic 35 points. Jeez. Um, anywho. And then I did uh, a little mini deep dive on my transactions in that league as well. And in that league, champions cannot trade. Right. Right. That's what I hear. Only way they can trade is for future picks. Sure. Which we should adopt. Yeah. I still like that. Yeah. Um, or you relinquish your right to repeat and get the pot. Maybe we should make the em- maybe we should make the Empire pot if you were if you have three wins in a row. <laughs> or it could be two wins in a row or three in five or years. Or three total. It could just be three total. Or maybe three in five years, something like that. Win hmm. every other year in five years. Like I did in Roman. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> sorry, I'm just going to keep throwing it in there. With zero trade. Sorry, not sorry. With an abil- inability to trade, <clears throat> I made 34 free agent pickups. Can't believe people don't listen to this. I know. Sorry, I'm listening. 34 free agent pickups. Okay. That was tops. Yeah. I had five players on IR. That was also tops. Yep. Oh, and not to mention I had Melvin Gordon, who sat out, held out. And Antonio Brown, who wasted space. Yep. So. Pretty much. That was a lot of fun. Yep. I just thought you'd appreciate my mini dive. I do. Yeah. I do appreciate it. It was a, it was a, it was a, a shallow dive. It was. It was like the kiddie pool dive, but I, I liked it. Good thing I didn't break my neck. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be careful diving yep. in there yep. without yep. Uh, yep. knowing. And my team, name, <laughs> my team name was Ned Ryerson. I don't know if I ever got that out there. My team name. From Groundhog Day. From Groundhog Day. Day. Ned Ryerson. Ned? Ned Ryerson? Ned Ryerson? He punched him in the face. Do you remember me? Because I sure as heckly heck fire remember you. <laughs> oh, it's a classic. Anywho. All um, right. I'm done. My uh, my waiver uh, errors, we've already talked about this, in your baby, I dropped Debo and Paris. Yes, you did. Because I was desperate trying to make the playoffs, and it's so shallow that I had to drop them. But Debo was the bigger. And Debo was the big one because yeah. he was actually, he started producing hard. He did. And uh, my least favorite um, redhead of all time picked him up. So He who shall not be named um, still lives in infamy. Yeah, so he uh so yeah I dropped those guys and that that hurt. Mm-hmm. Um also in multiple places I spent big money on Mason Rudolph. That turned out That's to be an right. error. You did. I feel like I had to at the time. It was justified. But yeah. it ended up being not not good. Right. Um and then as long as uh, you would combine them, my start-sit decisions, um, you know, Emperor was a very disappointing league. I didn't make the playoffs. I thought right. I could have given you a run for your money. It didn't end up working out. But basically... But if, if you would have... I know. Shh, stop. No. <laughs> yeah, I would have beaten you by you a would, lot. You would have beaten me by a lot. You wouldn't have had, you you just, wouldn't have had to watch Monday yeah, night, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> In so in Emperor David Johnson, who led me to a championship in his uh, rookie year, beasted out. But I started him far too long in mm-hmm. Emperor. I just I stuck with him. I thought this will be the game. This will be the game. This will be the game. Last year too, and he just he was terrible. And then Brandon Cooks, I picked him up in the off season, 
and I really thought he could be kind of the big play guy at standard. So mm-hmm. I thought he could be similar to Tyreek Hill, sure. getting big plays and and making some dents. And I started him much more than I should have, um, especially when Tyreek Hill was out yeah. uh, early in the year. And, and it for a while, Cooks was on life support. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. almost died. Yeah, there was almost one less cook in the kitchen, that's for sure. So, uh, And then my other start-sit decision that was tough was um, in Frozen, I started Hawkinson over Dallas Goddard okay. much more than I should have. Hawkinson had that great week one. Week one. And then after, and well, against the Cardinals, mm-hmm. who we now know are epically bad against Couldn't tight ends. Tight end, right. Um, but uh, my whole theory in that league was start Ertz and Goddard together. And I abandoned it thinking I had more upside with Hawk and Ertz. Yeah. And that ended up hurting me multiple times. Again, I won the championship, so it didn't really hurt me that much. But Yeah, it's a moot point. People need to know. I'm going to start a tally. People need to know. Um, so, that, yeah, so that was, so that was mine. Um, what else we got? Do so, we, for, for me, our league uh, that we're starting, yes. do we want to have it themed? I'm down for themes. Okay. Yeah. We gotta figure out figure out. I mean, that's really where the best puns are born. It's true. If you have a theme, you know. Like Hut Hut Hodor. I still love yeah, that. Yeah, Lattimore's theme. pay their debts. Yeah, it's it. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do some pondering for sure. Yeah. Um some do you... Christian pondering? <laughs> <laughs> I prefer Samantha pondering personally. Oh sure. Um do you want to update on how the nonsense bowls in World went? Sure. So World Empire is the one where the last, the worst team gets eliminated at the end of the season. Yep. Should should have been me, but I survived based on a trade that just torpedoed me moving <laughs> forward. But here we are, and then week seventeen, um, Rich basically put in a whole bunch of just mm-hmm. crazy. Crazy things. So I know I lost mine, um, which means I will not be on the phone. So so mine was the winner of my Week 17 matchup <laughs> That's right. gets to be on the phone with him when he's doing reshuffling of the divisions. And if he doesn't like it. And if it, I don't like it, I get yes. to chime in and say, oh, I don't like that division yeah. change, sir. <laughs> um, which sounds just like so boring to me. I don't care. Like oh, my team's terrible. So just just change the divisions, whatever. So it's good that I didn't win because yeah. I would not have appreciated that for what he probably intended right, it so to be. So a quick rundown of the nonsense bowls. Okay. Uh, Ulf Hednar Warriors beat Pigs Princesses. In the dollar menu bowl, so the Warriors now will pay a dollar less in entry fees and okay. Pigskin Princess a dollar more. Okay. But Pigskin Princesses won the fantasy bowl so she can afford it. <laughs> yeah. Next True. one, the moniker match. Top 19 beat Drunken Moose. So Top 19 won the honor to rename the worst team in the league, which is Free Rolling. Which and, is a terrible name, so that's, yeah. that's fine. And he changed the name <clears throat> to Junior Varsity. Yeah, JV. which which I get why he did it, but I just yep. feel like he could have done better. And I went against your favorite team, McGiblets. <laughs> McGiblets. In the uh, fabulous Moolah match. So McGiblets will be starting next season with $10 extra in blind bidding, and I will be starting with $10 less. You know what my new team name's going to be? Hmm. Don't need no stinking uh, blind bidding money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Aztecs beat Frank Underwood in the Armor Bowl and won the Armor of Favor. <coughs> if and when you end up in the playouts, you'll be able to get yourself into the playoffs for the Fantasy Bowl instead. That's actually a good one to have. Sure. I wouldn't mind that one. Then Cairo Mummies beat Money Squad in the Horn Bowl and the Horn of the Fans. Sometime this next season, you'll be able to get yourself home field advantage, where I think you get a couple extra points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Smallwood Problems beat Waiver Wire Warriors in the Power of One Bowl. Don't have to tell you what you get to do. You told us. You can thank Smallwood Problems. He increased the regular season roster to 21 for next season. So he bumped it up to one. He could have had it be less one, but he had it up to one. So. Why would anyone ever lower it? I don't know. Make it more... You have uh, to be a terrible human yeah. being. And then Kick and Wing beat that fat bastard Snorlax in the Mitt Bowl. Just know, if and when you win the Fantasy Bowl, you'll be getting a bonus check. So you get like an extra 1%. Because hmm. Mitt Romney, 1%er. Um, Shark Tooth Hunter beat you. <laughs> so he'll be getting a call from your beloved commissioner this offseason when we move teams into the tribes. I think, be, I think it's going to be a video call. <laughs> I, there's just no, I mean, uh, it's just so not fun. I'm just glad I don't have to deal with yeah. that. And then the irrelevant bowl, Fat Frenzy beat the vacant team and gets an extra draft pick, which will be the very last pick in the draft. Hmm. And that's going to be a not good player because there's going to be a lot of teams. Yeah, well. I think yeah. there's like 50 teams in that league, so it's it's going to be a long draft. 50? No, I'm kidding. 19. Yeah. Down to 19. Oh well, yeah, my, my first pick in the third round is going to yeah. be a real solid player. So then we had the Advantage Bowls in the Vampire League. Uh, hold on, before I got something for you, before we Ooh. leave the world. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm Mr. McJiblet saying hi to you. There is a whole lot Mr. McJiblet's wouldn't do. He'd scare you in the night and he'd hit you with his car. He'd set fire to the You get the you get the idea. So, I can't believe you didn't watch the league. So Mr. McGiblets has his own dojo. No McGiblets. I know. I'm just saying McGiblets now to, because to you drive yeah. nuts. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Well, Taco does karate, and so it, yeah. he's got a dojo. Okay. He ties things in. He, I anyway, I know. Okay. I've seen the league. I love. Oh, show. okay. So you're purely messing with me. It's true. That's it. You're dead yeah. to me. So in the, I'm mad at you for the rest of the day. In the end, you'll get over it. <laughs> In the Advantage Bowls for the Vampire League, it, I believe it was four teams played each other. I think that's how it was. Because um, I totally forgot about these. I don't even recall setting a yeah. line up, to be so honest. So Jigsaw won the Golden Clove of Garlic. <laughs> He'll have some defense for himself as he moves to the Tombstone Township. Good for you. So I stayed in the high one, right? Yeah. Okay. Buffy's Bastion won the Armor of Favor. Buffy will be able to get himself out of the playouts and into the playoffs like the other league. Um, Necroscope won the Bottle of Wolf's Bane, 
will be interesting which player he protects next season, unless he becomes a vampire and blesses one of his players. You get that one? So if he loses to the vampire, he protects the player. If he is a vampire, he protects one. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah. Um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunters won the bag of blood money. They'll be able to start next season with some extra blind bidding money. Mm. I don't need that. Mm-mm. Universal Recipient won the bag of hell coins. I don't know what that means. No one does. No, saving up hell coins for if and when he becomes a vampire. Who knows? Undertakers won a set of blood moon keys. He'll be able to trade when he is the vampire. Uh, players in week six. Okay. There's a wrinkle. Yeah. Transylvania 65,000 got infected with a sleeper vampire virus. Those in Tombstone Township should be aware that there is the possibility of two vampires next season. Whoa. Hey, oh, that'd be interesting. Yikes. Beast Incarnate won the burner cell phone. If and when the beast becomes a vampire, he'll be able to phone his fellow creatures of the night. <laughs> no idea what that means. Count Skinwalkers won the Royal Vampire Ring. After being the vampire this season, Skinwalkers will have to wait at least five seasons before having the chance to wear the ring. Better to save up the advantages now rather than later. So he can't be the vampire for five years. Hmm. That's it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that... I just t- I just can't wait to draft again in that one because I just made all the wrong choices. You wanna you wanna do over in Vampire? Well, I felt like I drafted a really good team and it just yeah. did not pan out. So, um, one more thing, um, is a have you ever done a playoff league? Yes. So an NFL playoff yeah. team. I just want a break. Yeah, no, that's yeah, fine. I'm, I'm you don't have to do mine. I yeah. I'm assuming I'll scrounge together enough people by tomorrow night to draft. But we've well, got two. <laughs> I've I've got two. Yes, thanks, Les and Bill. Well, three and Claire me. and Claire is willing to do it. Sure, um, because because she loves me. Kurt, doesn't want to do Kurt it. hasn't responded. I I think he's still licking his wounds after the Frozen Kurt'll, Championship. He'll do it. Um, but I don't think he'll be able to pass it up. So, yeah. um, but uh, basically the strategy here is that you're drafting players from the NFL playoffs, right. and then you get their points as it. It's ultimately. I guess you wouldn't call it best ball. You you have a starting lineup. There's no bench. Okay. So if a guy goes out, you're done. And you only get their points as long as they're in the playoffs. So you want to not only draft the best players, but you have to kind of predict what the results are going to be. Um, okay. Because you want a player who's going to, you know, like bye week. If, if there's a wild card team who's going to go far, that's very appealing because they're going to get an extra game. Like the Saints. Like the Saints. Right. Exactly. So that would be... Saints, I mean, you would think they'd be appealing anyway. So going into last year, I'd never done this before, but going into last year, I ended up winning. I had a good strategy. It turned out to work. Um, But uh, my, just as a kind of preview for this year, I'll let you know kind of what my thought process was. So I went Kelsey. um, I had the, it was six teams. And so I had the turn. So I was at 1-6 and then 2-1 basically. So I went Kelsey first, thinking that the tight ends in the playoffs last year were lacking. Yeah. And I wanted to have the best one. Um, and then on the turn, I took Mahomes. I wanted that stack. Sure. And I thought that was good. And I also thought that the Chiefs were going to go far. And so then it got to be my pick in the third round, and I took Julian Edelman. Um, my thought being that I wanted Chiefs. 
I predicted, ended up being correct, that it would be the Chiefs and the Patriots against each other in the AFC Championship game, and that I would have those teams' points all the way through that game, and then I would have one of those teams where right. the players in the Super Bowl ended up working out well. because then the MVP. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which I learned to trivia when I, when I was incorrect, as yeah. I usually am on football questions. Um, so I took Tariq Cohen. He ended up being a bust. And then in the fifth round, I took Sony Michelle, and I took Burkhead at the very end. Okay. He was, I think Burkhead was my last pick. He ended up having some touchdowns toward the end there. Uh-huh. Between Sony and Burkhead, those were, those were huge yeah. throughout the playoff run um, with Edelman. And then I, in the seventh round, I took Alshon Jeffrey. He ended up being a bust. And then in the sixth and eighth rounds, I took uh, the Saints defense and then Butker. So I also had Butker through okay. the AFC Championship game. Sure. Yeah, it's a funny name. Uh, the Saints ended up, uh, well, the Saints defense was fine. But ultimately, I, I predicted that would be a good, you have to guess the games right, yeah, though. I ended up being right about who was in the AFC Championship game. And because of that, all those players got me a lot of points. That's good. Ended up winning. So um, I'm hoping I have enough people get enough people together to start that league we draft tomorrow because there's games on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. It is playoff time. Uh, Dave, do you end up watching the uh, NFL playoffs or do you... um, I'll watch them. Yeah, you watch them? Oh, I'll definitely watch them. I haven't in the past. Like, I haven't religiously watched them. And then once I was all of a sudden in a... uh, Once I was in a... uh, fantasy league for there it there you go yep. then you watch that's late i got a long drive yeah. to go home because i'm yeah. in your hood um once i was in a league that uh i could actually watch fantasy wise i was much more interested yeah. i watched them all it's funny how that's that true. works um so we're gonna wrap this up yeah because i'm sleepy and i can't put can't put words <laughs> together um anything else you want to add i um i got nothing i'm excited to tinker with this new league yeah yeah we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about that separately. Uh-huh. I'm very excited. Uh-huh. All right. Well, this has been Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I'm Dave. And we will see you next time. We have lots of off-season stuff to talk uh, about. Some mock wait. drafts, maybe. Ooh. Ooh boy. You know what we could do? We could get a few guys in and we could do a we mock draft. We could actually do one live on podcast. With a lot of banter. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. And reasoning for the picks. Done, we're doing it. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right, good. Yeah. Good idea. On our production meeting. Sir. All right, buddy. Well done. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Best podcast yet.